This episode is brought to you by HP+. In a world full of smart devices, isn't it about time your printer got smart too? Now printing is smart with HP+. And the HP Smart app is how it all happens. You can print from your phone with just a tap, no matter where you are. Even from your garage slash home office slash yoga studio. Huh, that is smart. HP+. Learn more about smart printing at hp.com slash smart. Hey, y'all. This is Mary Payne Gilbert, and this is my podcast, Pain in the Pod. All right, guys. Today we're doing something different. Uh, I don't have a guest on that has a podcast. What I have on instead is my friend Ingrid, who loves podcasts like I do. And we're going to do a rundown of 2018, in our opinion, the best five podcast. I asked Ingrid to come on and she comprised a list and I comprised a list. We have not talked about it. We've had no prep. We're just going to roll through it and give you our opinions on these podcasts. And then at the end, I'm going to give you a list of some other ones that I have covered on the podcast or not that I think also deserve to be in the list. But, you know, for time purposes, I could only do five. So welcome to the podcast. My momager, Ingrid. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here and talk about my fave podcasts. How do you feel being in the studio with the microphone and the headphones? Very profesh. I feel, yes, I feel very professional. I feel like this is the real thing and I feel like Kim Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> Not really sure how. You, you're Kris Jenner and I'm Kim Kardashian. Oh, right. Sorry, I'm Kris Jenner. Okay. Yes. I will say that Kim Kardashian and I do have the same birthday. Yeah, of course. You're the same age. I know. There you go. Okay. I'm going to tell you my five. Okay. And then you're going to tell me your five, and we'll see where we – in the uh, Venn diagram where it crosses. Okay. Okay, Perfect. All right. So my number one is The Teacher's Pet, The Unsolved Murder of Lynn Dawson from The Australian. My number two is Dirty John, and I know that's been there, done that. Everybody says it, but it was an amazing podcast. And number three is Watch What Crappens. They're just consistently – good and they put out i think seven podcasts a week that are over an hour each so you got to give it up to them uh number four is in general someone knows something david ridgen cbc um they've had five seasons this last season was carrie brown but season three was close to my heart it was about charles moore and henry d which was in the delta in mississippi that were um murdered these two black guys were murdered and it's a great story and it had a great ending and then of course number five is my favorite murder and again i know that's on everyone's list but it's on everyone's list for a reason all right those are my top five perfect okay i'm gonna go the other direction i'm gonna start with my fifth and work down to my first in order yeah mine weren't necessarily in order that's okay Okay. i'm gonna put mine in order um so my number five is here's the thing with alec baldwin we can talk more about it later, if you'd like. Yes. Um, It actually started in 2013, but he consistently puts out new episodes with super interesting people. So he made my list. Number four is How I Built This on NPR. Um, It's about entrepreneurs. I'm sort of a pretend entrepreneur. So I learn a lot from this podcast. We can talk more about my favorite episodes from 2018. Um, My number three is one that you are familiar with, 30 for 30, the Bikram Yoga episodes. Uh, I thought that was just a brilliant, brilliant series. Number two is Dr. Death, which is similar in some ways to Dirty John, I think, but uh, it's it, it's it's got a lot of more science medicine with it, which I, which I personally like. Um, and number one is My Dad Wrote a Porno, which 
Two million people download a week. I'm sure everybody knows about it, but not everybody has listened to it. So I'd be, I'd be happy to discuss that ad nauseum. All right. I heard of these. I didn't realize that Alec Baldwin was weekly. I thought he just sort of put it out sporadically. Well, he does do it sporadically, but it's and he did sort of take a hiatus a bit. Um, he does take some hiatus time, but he's put out some really interesting ones this year. Specifically, I thought the, his January 9th, 2018 episode was really cool. It sounds crazy, but he talks about the 1.3 billion gallons of wastewater and 16 million pounds of trash that New York City residents generate every day. And he talked to people from the mayor's office and and really just did a deep dive, uh, no pun intended, <laughs> um, into the garbage life of New York City. And I thought it was fascinating. Um, and he also did one with Pete Souza on July 17th, which was a favorite of mine. Pete Souza was the official White House photographer for Ronald Reagan and Barack Obama, has come out with two books and has a brilliant Instagram account. So I thought Alec Baldwin did a really nice job interviewing Pete. He's in general, I think, you know, he really relates to his guests, which is very strange because he's a rich white dude who lives in like a zillion dollar apartment in New York. But it works somehow. He asks great questions. He reminds me of Howard Stern in some ways. Wow. In how he interviews people. All right. Well, I do enjoy Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. And we do say that quite a bit in our house. And what am I, a farmer? That's a dirty rock <laughs> reference. Dirty rock reference. <laughs> okay. So how I built this, I have listened to that. Um, and that's basically, for example, the person that founded... Well, let me tell you two of my favorites from 2018. Okay. okay. And it's and it'll it'll lead you down the path that you want to go, I think. Okay. These episodes range from 15 minutes to a, to maybe just less than an hour. Um and these are stories of how quote normal people have built global brands. So, my favorite ones I would say would be probably the August 27th episode with former Navy SEAL Randy Hetrick, who invented the TRX training system, which you may or may not be familiar with, but it's this cool, strappy training thing that you can hook on the back of a door, basically. He invented it when he was deployed and hooked it on a Humvee. So anyway, he has this huge business now. And also the July 23rd episode, which is with Allie Webb of Drybar and how she started that business as a stay-at-home mom and... Her one motto is focus on one thing and be the best at it. So the, so those episodes resonated with me. I think all of them kind of do in a weird way. So, yeah, I love that. I love the podcast. I think it's really well done. Okay. I need to give that more of a listen. I think that sometimes when you see, okay, this is going to be an hour, listen to a businessman talk businessy business things. In my mind, I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I'd rather listen to a murder or something personally. Sure. Um but I think that that now yeah, you've sold me on it. You know what I sort of like about the first two that I mentioned are that you can listen to one-off uh, mm-hmm. podcasts. Like if you're just going for a run uh, or something outside or you have a short commute, you can just listen to one of them. It's not a series. It's not a big use of time. It's sort of – I guess I would equate it to watching a, a really great documentary as opposed to watching a 10-episode season of a show. Right. You can sort of dip in and dip out of – Alec Baldwin's and how I built this, which I sort of like. Okay. Now, the 30 for 30 Bikram, you know, I interviewed yes. uh, Julia Lowry Henderson. And, you know, when I went into that interview, you know, which my listeners won't know, I was in New York and I was supposed to record with Rob Shooter, who canceled on me last minute, which was fine. I ended up talking to him later. But 
I just happened to be emailing with her and she said, I happen to be in New York City. And I was like, boom. So I was mildly prepared for that. Of course, I had listened to the whole thing and loved it, but I didn't get a chance to go back and re-listen. I just had to rely on some old notes. And I really loved that interview with her. She was so easy to talk to and so interesting. And you're the one that told me to listen to it in the first Mm -hmm. place. And that's the sort of thing where somebody says, you should listen to this 30 for 30. I'm like, boo, sports. I don't want to listen. I remember you saying that. I remember you saying, "Mm, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And I was like, no, this is like a true crime. This is a true crime sports, quote, sports podcast. I mean, it was I thought it was incredibly well done. She's a great reporter and storyteller. Yes. Um, And I was familiar with Bikram Yoga. I had done it years ago in a studio here locally in uh, outside Washington, D.C. And the instructor there had come from Bikram Chowdhury's yoga practice studio in L.A. Wow. When I heard the podcast, I could feel that coming through the instructor that mm-hmm. I had had. And, mm-hmm. and at first I was so surprised that this yoga practice could be the source of such pain and, and cult-like behavior and uh, just horrible, horrible stories. But then when I thought about it, it really did make, it did make sense to me. Because his influence is clearly infused in all of his instructors. And I don't know. The whole story I just thought was really, really well done. Um, and the personal aspect of her her reporting I thought was interesting in that too. Yeah. And what was so interesting is how at the end how she met him. But by the yes. time she was supposed to actually sit down and record, he was like, no. But she had had that dinner with the whole family the night mm-hmm. before where he was just – posturing and bragging and over the top the whole time and she's like oh my god you know get me out of here mm-hmm. um and then never got to record him on tape because then he decided he didn't, he didn't want, want to yeah yeah she's she's super interesting and really really that was really good and i look forward to what she's going to do next okay now we can talk about dr death i didn't put it on my list because i feel like everybody had it on their list mm-hmm. and because it's so much comparison to dirty john and yes. I just thought Dirty John was so much better, well done. I don't know. The Dr. Death thing, I found it really, really good. But it wouldn't have made my – probably wouldn't have made my top ten. Okay. So here's why it made my top five. I thought that the way that the the journalist told this story was so interesting in the way she tracked down people. She tracked down patients. She tracked down family members. She tracked down the doctors that tried to put him away right. early. And – I just thought she really, really did her homework and her legwork on this story. Now, let me just say, I prepared for this interview with you to some extent. <laughs> but if you would have said to me what year was uh, Dirty John released, I would have definitely bet $100 that it was 2017. Could have been. Okay. Well, then that changes everything. <laughs> now, because I, I thought to- it I was to- – I told you I <laughs> prepare. Because I thought it was 2017, it did not make my list. However, had I actually done some research, and if it was released in 2018, it might replace my doctor death. Um, but I actually think that this story is is incredibly compelling because he seriously injured 31 patients, and he basically killed two others. Yeah. Um, and I like that they're updating the podcast with regular updates as the trial and his malpractice trial proceeds. Yeah, I always love a good update. So I, I you know, I think I think it's a great story. Um, but yeah, of course, Dirty John and everybody loves Dirty John because now it's a scripted show on Bravo and people are finding that show and then finding the podcast, which I also find interesting. But right. Yeah. It's this, like it's like the book and the movie mm-hmm. question. Always. The absolutely. book is always better. 
Yeah. And I think the podcast is better than the Bravo series. Yeah. And I think that people that just see the Bravo series will say, oh, my God, well, those daughters, like, there's no way. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no. Well, no, no, they were worse. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you should listen to them um, in real life. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I'm just I, I am thinking more here. I'm, I'm looking at my notes about Dr. Death. And this Chris Dunch is a narcissist like John and like Bikram. I mean, there's there are definitely threads that go yeah. between these podcasts when when you really nail down, like, why am I listening to this? Mm-hmm. Well, it's because these people are such narcissists. It's it's breathtaking. And this guy putting himself into a medical setting and basically hacking up people's spinal cords. I yeah. mean, it's 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 like Dirty John in that he pretended to be something he wasn't. Right. And Bikram. I mean, he was an actual surgeon. Well, yes. But, but you know, had a little bit of a um, drug problem and, and had some trouble actually finding the right nerves and muscles. Oh and I really, some of those descriptions. Yeah, I know. Doctor, I thought I was like, Ugh. Yeah, that's why yeah. I think you probably had a harder time with it than yeah, I did because you're a little queasy about that. I'm a little squeamish. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm going to give you your platform here to okay. talk about what you talk about constantly is my dad wrote a porno. Okay. Now, remember, my mother's listening. I know. I actually <laughs> had that thought. and and Don't get too graphic. It's okay. It's not going to be graphic. What's, what's so wonderful about this podcast is – it's, it was started by three best friends who happen to be British. So, of course, the accent right off the top. I'm in love with them. They're British. Yes. Um, and they are best friends from college. And so they know each other. They know each other's families very well. They're probably in their 30s now. Um, it's the story of James, Alice, and Jamie. And Jamie's father is retired. His pen name is Rocky Flintstone. And he's written <laughs> five books of erotic literature. Uh, the main character is Belinda Blumenthal. Uh, this podcast, I have had to stop the treadmill at the gym because I am afraid I am laughing so hard I will fall off and <laughs> injure myself. And I'm not even kidding. I'm tears running down my face. Funny. So the fourth season premiered August of 2018. But if you are going to listen to this thing, you've got to start back at the beginning. I think it was 2015. There are four seasons. They're going to do one more. Um, because he wrote all these books and did nothing with them and then asked his son to take a look at them. And he, of course, immediately took them to his friends where they just laugh about how bad – I mean, this is some really – not only bad sex writing, just bad writing. Just horrible writing with way too many semicolons and commas. Um, <laughs> it's just – it's brilliant. It's how brilliant. do you express semicolons and commas on a podcast? Oh, because – Jamie, the son, is reading as though it's an audiobook. Okay. But every sentence is just horrible. So they're constantly breaking in with with comments and laughter and So there's so brilliant. there's five books and each season he reads one book aloud right. to his friends and they right. comment as it's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So each each episode's maybe 45 minutes, something like that. But definitely start with season 1. And look for them on HBO in 2019 because HBO just filmed them for a special, which is very exciting. It's like a scripted show or it's just like no, a documentary it's a, it's about – they, So they went on tour actually um, reading the lost chapter uh-huh. of Belinda Blinked. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and so they actually came to the Warner Theater here in D.C. and I went to see them. It was brilliant. They – Excuse me. Who did you go with? <laughs> um <laughs> The one other person I know who listens to this podcast. <laughs> um, anyway. I would have gone. I Well, I, okay. Would you, though? 
Yeah, yeah, Any, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, we'll get to I don't want to be uncomfortable. Then. I don't want to hear I don't want to hear too much sex talk. They make me nervous. There was a significant amount of sex talk. There were definitely like graphic they had they had a projector with um, you know, lots of lots of graphics, women's anatomy because Rocky Flintstone is not aware of women's anatomy. There's yeah, it's okay. it's confusing, I know, but he's not aware of where things are on a woman. And so that's a source of a lot of humor as well. Okay. okay. Um, but anyway, so they did these live shows, and I guess HBO latched onto one, and I and they filmed it, and it's going to be a special in 2019. Okay. All right. So okay, well, I'll watch it on HBO in the comfort yes, of my own home. Do that. Do that mm-hmm. without being embarrassed. Um, okay. Well, maybe you've convinced me. I'll listen. Here's what I'll do. I'll go to season one, and I'll start to listen. And if I get nervous, then I'll have to turn it off. Okay. Perfect. Because you know I, I get panicky about these things. Okay. Um, but when you have earbuds in. Nobody can tell what you're listening to. <laughs> Just a reminder. You can listen to anything you want. It's true. It's true. It's true. Okay. So we're going to quickly run through mine and you tell me if yes. you've listened. And So we've already covered Dirty John. Did you listen to The Teacher's Pet? No. It's quite a commitment. Okay. So it is interesting that sometimes you listen to things at certain times in your life and it'll bring you back. So I listened to The Teacher's Pet last summer when I was at the beach mm-hmm. and the episodes are so long. They're so long. And, but the, you know, Australian accents, you can't go wrong. Sometimes you have to rewind it. Like, what did they say? And, exactly. they, and they say Australian things that you don't know what they mean. Like, oh, we went to the baths and you took me a while. That means swimming pool. Mm, um, sure. And so anyway, it's the unsolved murder of this woman, Lynn Dawson. So she was murdered by her husband, Chris Dawson, allegedly. And he has a twin brother, and they were very well known in Australia for being footballers, which I think means rugby. So- oh, yes, I suppose it does. I think going to guess soccer, but no, you're right. I think anyway, it's it's a, I think it's rugby. Uh-huh. And he and his twin brother, and there's like you know, kind of like 2020, you know, episodes on these twin brothers, and they mm-hmm. were both whatever. So they had wives that lived down the street from each other. They did everything together, and then also what they were doing, they were both PE teachers at a. Um, high school and they were both having lots of sex with Ooh. their students. So Chris Dawson has this one student that he likes a lot and decides that she's had a bad home life so she should just move in with them. She's 15, 16. Oh, meanwhile, of course, of course. M- meanwhile, he's horrible to his wife. They've got two little girls. She wants to work things out. Now, meanwhile, this teenager has moved into their house as their quote, quote air da- quote, daughter, uh, uh, no babysitter. Oh, sure. Yeah. She didn't even like the kids. And so then all of a sudden, you know, they go to counseling one day and he says to her in the elevator, you know, if this doesn't work, you're going to have to get out. Like, but threatened her, like pushed her against the wall and said, basically, this is the one shot you get. If it doesn't work, you know, this is over. So they come home from it. She feels great. She tells her mom, oh, my husband just poured me a lovely drink. I think it's going to work out. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. I know no one ever hears from her again. So <laughs> they don't They don't know. They, they know he killed her, very obviously. Can't. Okay, got it. And literally within one week, the teenager has moved in, moved into the bedroom, and had taken over all the mommy roles. And she's like 16. When she becomes like 17, 18, they get married. Okay, so so the podcast follows. This was like in the eighties. It's okay. a very old case. It follows this guy getting all these things reopened, right? Okay. So he's never been criminally charged, but there was these inquiries, these things they mm-hmm. say in Australia that opened up to say that yes, he did do it, but there's no criminal charge. So 
coroner's inquest is what they call it. Sure. And this, at the very end of this podcast, you know, there is a development, but it's all about constantly going to these, their old home, which now is like millions and millions of dollars in Australia and like digging up the yard, trying to find her. Tell me this. Why is it, why are the episodes so long and how many episodes are there? Uh, if I would have done my research, I could have told you that. But since I didn't, I don't know. I w- it's I don't know why they're so long, but every one is just chock full of information. Right. Here's I just have a question. Since you are a podcast connoisseur, do you think having a super long podcast is a sign of is a sign of not knowing how to edit oneself? No, because this is the Australian, which is the newspaper there. Right. So okay. it's professionally done. Um, there's a lot of like uh, phone calls with old friends and people that saw okay. things and, you know, people at her school. And there's a lot with the mom. And it's really uh, it's really heartbreaking how many sure. years went by where they just sort of accepted that. Oh, he said she'd run off. First, he said she'd run off with a cult. Um, then she said he said she had to go away to clear her head to think about the marriage. I mean, all these things. He changed his story a lot of where she'd mm-hmm. actually gone. Mm-hmm. And then they, they do have an interview with. One of the daughters, you know, who's now a grown woman, mm-hmm. and then the other daughter is still sort of sides with her dad, so they didn't get an interview with her. Sure. It's great. Interesting. Okay. It's I'll, great. I, I will add it. Yeah. That'll be my Sunday podcast because on Sundays I like to go for really long walks mm-hmm. and need a long podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You need a long one, and it's 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 Good. great. And then we talked about Dirty John. Mm-hmm. And then Watch What Crappens. Of course. You, you and I have been to the live show and going again. Yes. And... Those guys are amazing. I didn't add them here because I had a feeling you would maybe mention them. They are not only hysterical, but they are workhorses. Yeah. I mean, you talk about no prep. They watch a show, then they recap it, but it's minimum one a day because I know mm-hmm. they do extra stuff for Patreon and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're 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 great. Yep. They're great. So if anybody is interested, Watch What Happens is a podcast that only talks about Bravo shows. Now, I do know Ronnie has dipped his toe into 90 Day Fiance, yes. which is hilarious. But they won't talk about it. It's only about Bravo shows. So if you even like one Bravo show, n- not the comedic ones. So like Get a Room with Carson and Tom, Bravo show about home decor. They're not going to do those. They're going to do Housewives of Vanderpump Rules, Southern Charm. So any of those, if you like any of those shows, just you flip over to watch what crappens, and they've got a podcast about it every single week. So they're great. And then someone knows something. Oh, also an excellent podcast. Just so well done. I mean, I said when I first started this podcast, like David Ridgen would be my dream guest. I mean, let's talk about the CBC, okay? Mm-hmm. So they put out yep. – um, Un- un- uncover escaping nexium which of yes. course was unbelievable just they, brilliant almost made my list um it's it's down here on my yep. on my make sure Good. you listen to it list yep. then we've got uh someone knows something we've got one i'm listening to now called um personal best oh my gosh that's hilarious i those guys are coming on and they just consistently crank out unbelievable podcasts so this someone knows something I think that Karen and Georgia on My Favorite Murder, which is next on my list, um, said one time, it's something about David Ridgen. When he's telling you the story, you can hear the he's walking mm-hmm. in the gravel and he's saying, 
I'm approaching the the, ho- the house because mm-hmm. Canadian, Canadian. That's my accent. Gosh, I'm just full of accents on this show, <laughs> British and Canadian. And he says, I'm approaching the house of so-and-so. And then, oh, hi, creak the door. He goes in. You know, it's all well, it's, so. It's very, uh, it, it paints a picture in your head of what he's doing and, and the story he's telling. And it's it, it's really kind of national public radio-ish, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very committed to describing the story in many different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that is very engaging for listeners. Yeah. I like it a lot. So you have to, you could go and look at all the seasons, but um, the one this season was this girl, Carrie Brown, that had gone missing. But like I said, for, for my Mississippi people, the season mm-hmm. three was about Charles Moore and Henry D, um, their murder. And, you know, it's a lot of, I mean, here's David Ridgen, this Canadian, and he's, friends with this guy from the from the deep south who was the brother of one of the guys that was killed he keeps up with them so to me that was so beautifully done because at the end he's still talking to the guy they're still friends and here's this canadian guy going to the courthouse in jackson mississippi where i grew up to watch the trial of these guys you know finally coming to justice who these guys are all like my dad's age right yeah i mean it's fascinating and then of course on my list is my favorite murder which is another dream guest of mine but my favorite murder, initially I heard about it from like Stassi said it or other people said it on their podcast. I was like, I don't, well, it sounds kind of, no, it is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But you have to know going in, they are going to talk about murder, but it is going to be funny because Karen is a comedy writer and Georgia is a um, comedic actress, I guess. It, it is, they are so funny and they just sit down just like you and I are sitting mm-hmm. here and they each tell each other a story about a murder while the other one comments and it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And now they've gotten so big, they've got a book coming out. They've started their own podcast network called Exactly Right because <laughs> Karen says that all the time. That's exactly right. She says that all the time. <laughs> and it, they've really spawned such a following. Well, and yeah. also their um, their chemistry with each other is is really fun. Yes. I mean, that's why you want to li- – I mean, if it were about cooking, you might still listen because their chemistry is so great. But – yeah. Obviously, you know, stories about murder are compelling. Yeah. So. And I love the story of how they were just at a party uh-huh. and they met because they were talking about some murder. Let's just say Charles Manson. It wasn't. It was somebody else. And they were like, oh, we're all the weird two weirdos in the corner talking about murder. We should make a podcast. Mm. And this past, I get, yeah, in December, they put out a like best of or it was called Origin Stories. Mm-hmm. And they went through and just sort of rolled through all the clips that they've done, you know, over their 300, 400 episodes mm-hmm. of how the origin of something started, like Stay Sexy, Don't Get Murdered, was one of their first episodes. And at the end, they said, well, we don't know how to close it. And I'll just – Karen said, well, I say, say Stay Sexy. And she <laughs> says, uh, don't get murdered. You know, and that's how it right. got started. And some of the funniest things they say, you know, you're in a cult, call your dad. All these funny things they say, it was the origin story of that. So for me, that's a good – if you never listen to My Favorite Murder and you're like, I don't have six years to now go back and listen, you can jump in with that. I think that's a I think that's a great suggestion. Yeah. Because that way you feel like part of the inside joke. You kind of get the inside yeah. joke, but they roll pretty quickly. So you can yep. tell it's not one seamless episode, but it's just clips. It was pretty smart. And they said it um, – a couple weeks ago, they, oh, you know, that was great. The Stephen, who's there, mm-hmm. they always say, Stephen, Stephen is their producer. And he put that together. And they were like, you know, we didn't even, we didn't even know. Oh, God, we're funny. It was great. Right. Okay. So here's another one that I'm listening to. That's, we're now we're off top five. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that you told me about that I now I'm almost done with. I was just listening on the way up here. The Dream. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Trying to get her on the podcast. Okay. I think that's a really interesting podcast. I'm glad you're listening to it. I would encourage other people to listen to it as well. It is about the origin and the current state of multi-level marketing schemes. Yes. And it's fascinating. It's much more complex than I thought it would be. And it's funny. It's funny, but it's yeah. just – it's interesting and, and complex and – the whole Amway thing uh-huh. tying into the DeVosses and yes. Chamber of Commerce is actually a lobbying corporation and mm-hmm. how Gerald Ford was friends with the founder of Amway. So, of course, I, I don't know. It was, it's, it's really, yeah. Yeah, it's it, good. It's, it's a deep – it's kind of a deep dive, but it's a very interesting deep and dive. And then on the, and then they have the side story of the girl that's the producer on the show that is now trying to sell limelight, limelight. cosmetics and she's going to these sad – conventions and things where everybody there is also sad and can't sell anything. And they're, I'm like, they're all trying to figure out just a way to make a buck. But what I thought was the most interesting about it was the airplane game. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, when they decide, you know, me with not a math brain, the way they described it was literally you'd go into a room, two pilots, the the flight crew and the people behind it, and they'd set it up literally like literally a, a, like an airplane, an airplane. And then this person gives fifteen hundred, and then the, you get three people, and then you and it goes. And the woman was like, "We literally would throw money around the bed and have my children jump around in money." I was making so much money. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, those were the days." Well, you know, if something's too good to be true, it usually yeah. is. She said, "You know, I knew, I knew eventually." It would get downline enough where nobody's making money. Right. Well, yeah. there's only so much. I mean, I'm not great at math either, but, you know, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. Well, um, I'm interested. I'm, I'm interested because I'm on episode seven. and I think there's 10. Yes. So I'm interested to see some other ones that I know of are going to be mentioned, mm-hmm. allegedly. Um, I also had on my list Serial season three. Mm-hmm. I you, haven't I haven't listened to it yet. Listen? It's on my. Yeah, it's on my list. It's about just the Cleveland courthouse a little town in cleveland she just goes from courtroom to courtroom and gets stories um cold which is the podcast about the disappearance of susan powell okay Mm -hmm. you remember that Mm -hmm. when she went she disappeared and then her actually i just downloaded that one okay yeah Yeah. it's really good and then you know i mean you know the story that that, um the workers opened the door to give him the child protective services to hand him his kids for his visit Mm -hmm. slams the door in their face and blows up the house right yeah so the the backstory and the information that this guy got, all the diaries, video diaries, wow. the amount of diaries and video diaries yes. that Josh Powell and his weirdo dad, who was in love with Josh's wife, mm-hmm. I mean, openly, had made an album of songs about her. Yeah. Weird. I actually now yeah, I listened to the first episode and I and I am I'm always amazed at where people dig this stuff. I mean, it, these are real journalists doing this work. I mean, this is it's real yeah. investigative reporting. And yeah. I think it's just fascinating. That's why for me, if I'm going to interview somebody like that, I don't even know, should I be overprepared? Should I be underprepared? Because there's no way I'm ever going to be able to soak well, in as much as they know. Right. And you, you know, you're, I mean, I would say that you're here for your listeners to ask some questions that your listeners would have, not to be an investigative journalist. Right. Although in our heads, we are, of, oh, of course, course, investigative journalists. Bless. Um Actually, can I add one that Please. I that I loved this year? Um, it's called Mansion Murders, Ooh, and it's a DC-centric yeah. case, um, and it was done by the Fox Five Channel here in town. And that's not their only podcast; they've they've put out some others as well that are DC-related crimes. Um, but I think those are very well done too. And 
the Mansion murder case was was devastating, and it's and it's a lot to go into. But I would encourage people to listen to it. I thought it was really well reported about a rich family here in D.C. that was basically held captive in their house for thirty six hours and then murdered with a housekeeper. Yeah, I mean, the I whole thing is horrible, why. and and they basically caught the guy because of DNA on a piece of pizza crust. Yeah, but then it's like, but, but did why? He do it? I mean, but did he do it? His yeah. brother was involved. I mean, it, it really and then they did updates as well as the as the court case was proceeding. So yeah. I just think that's a really good one, particularly if you're, you know, if you're aware of that case. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, I found it hard to find on my podcast app. Mm-hmm. It was hard to find. And then they had uh, because there was a time between when the guy was arrested to when there was a huge There's a big gap, a yes. gap where they had other podcasts in mm-hmm. there. So I found I don't know if since then they've condensed it into one spot, but um, I did listen to it as well, yeah. and I still don't quite know what happened. Such a weird case. What you else know, you got? Well, I don't have. I'll say this: the, um, sometimes I find particular guests entertaining, so I will do a search for that guest. Oh, um, in the in my yeah. podcast app. So I searched for John Mulaney mm-hmm. last week. Found a couple of podcasts he was on Conan O'Brien. He was on Conan O'Brien. I'm talking about years ago or or recent, whatever. Yeah. But sometimes that's a fun thing to do too. Is like if you, you know, my my dad wrote a porno. People were guests on someone else's podcast, and it was just hysterical because you got a different side of them. They were talking about how they met, their memories of each other in college, things you wouldn't get on. Right. their podcast. Mm-hmm. So that's another kind of fun thing to do, I think, is think of people that you enjoyed or enjoy on social media or on TV or whatever and do a little search for them and see where they end up. I found, and it had po- just popped up on my, when I opened up my podcast thing and it was like a featured iTunes thing and mm-hmm. it was Karen from My Favorite Murder was on a podcast, I believe it was called The Soft Spot. And it's these comedians that just and they play this like soothing music and they mm-hmm. say like the soft spot and they talk about like things that make you happy or whatever, mm-hmm. but they're comedians. So it's funny. And she was talking about the Lawrence Welk show. Oh, how wonderful. It's so interesting. Mm-hmm. And I have tweeted her more than once that someone from the Lawrence Welk show sang at my wedding. She's not interested and has <laughs> not gotten back to me, <laughs> but I just wanted her to know. If I could just get her talking to me, then maybe she'll come on this podcast. Um, another one I said was Up and Vanished, which is Payne Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And the first one he did, of course, was about Tara Grimstead. And that's still updating. Mm-hmm. I mean, just last week, one of those weirdos escaped or went missing or something yeah. and they, they hauled him back in. It's always like a little tiny gift. It's like a tiny present when you open up your phone and you see – there's an update to this podcast. Yes. Like, oh, what happened? What Did happened? somebody go to jail? Did yeah. someone get caught? Yeah. I, I love it when journalists or, or you know, who's ever doing the podcast follows up, keeps us informed. Yes. Because you can tell that these stories are not just a job for them. It's It turns into a passion. And and you can feel it coming through the podcast. You can feel it as well, a listener, which I, I love. I hope that Josh Block of uh, ne- the Nexium that I interviewed. He was so nice. He's living in Brooklyn now. And he said that, you know, he will be following the case. It's supposed to be coming out in February March. Sure, yep. So that'll be great. Mm-hmm. And then another one that I did, I interviewed Jason Jones 
of the Knock Knock podcast about the murder of his grandmother and my friend's yes, grandmother were yes. murdered together. That was a brilliant podcast. Yeah. Bless him. I mean, mm-hmm. so personal. And, you know, they've now, through DNA, found the person that did it. And now next weekend on the 19th, whenever, I'm not sure when this comes out, but on the 19th, there's going to be a 48 hours about it. Yes. And so I'm looking very forward. To yeah. That. So my friend, whose grandmother was also murdered, um, you know, they've interviewed them and 48 hours have been in their house. She was like, you know, it's crazy. OK, so what else have you got up and vanished? So, so the one that was this season was about this girl named Crystal Reisinger. I'm sure I said that wrong. And there's not too much to say about that other than I don't think it's solved. And there's a real interesting character <laughs> in that named Catfish. Oh, oh, sure. So sure. I also have Throwing Shade. Mm, which yes. is just funny. Yep. Funny. Is. And of course, I already said uncover Escaping Nexium. I have to give a shout out to Jackie Schimmel of the Bitch Bible because she is so effortless. And you want to talk about no script. She just sits down and goes. And I think she's really, really talented. And she recently wrote on her Facebook page or something like, hey, can you guys like nominate me for this or something? Because the word bitch and Bible both Two uh-huh. bad things in the title of her podcast, like iTunes won't let her be new and notable or noteworthy or anything because of the title. Um, oh, that's unfortunate. I, I always will say anything with Aaron Martin, Pink Shade and Cult Talk. Kate Casey does an amazing job on Reality Life. Mm-hmm. Just she has those three segments every week. I mean, it's a lot. And then, of course, I, you know, love Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald because it just never disappoints. It's always funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are some really there are actually a lot of great podcasts out there. And two more that I would add are advice based. Okay, And I've been listening to them for a long time. Um, So they're not new in in 2018, but they're, you know, they've continued. One is Dear Sugars. I don't know if you've heard it. No. Um, It's definitely like a Dear Abby and Lander situation, but the questions are much more heart rending. And and that's a great podcast. And then the other one that I listened to is Savage Love by Dan Savage. And he was maybe the first podcast that I ever listened to, ever. Mm-hmm. And now I'm a premium subscriber. Mm. Magna, he calls it a magnum subscriber. Mm, excuse it you. Is, it is also an advice podcast, but it's about sex. And so you can see a theme here with me. No, I'm kidding. Oh, but God. But he's so thoughtful in his answers and not not judgmental at all. He's a gay man been married forever has a 20 year old kid or something but he's just he's just a very uh funny insightful non-judgmental host and he also has interesting guests once in a while too um and just gives out a lot of good sexual health information which i think is is important too so i'm sweating i'm nervous now i know i can tell now okay. i've i've decided that my that my podcasts that i listen to are i like a story i like yep. really good reporting you know, yep. digging. Um, I like to learn something about somebody, you mm. know, in the in terms of my entrepreneur websites. And I like to laugh a lot. That's the bar for me on a podcast. Well, yeah. And, you know, I, I, I love a good story. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care if you're telling me a story at a party or you're telling me about your, you know, not you particularly. But, <laughs> but if someone is telling me a story about their crazy brother-in-law or yes. their – Oh my God, my mom did this and so passive aggressive. I'm like, tell me more. Then what happened? I, I mean, so I always love a good story no matter what. Mm-hmm. So that is why, like, uh, Heather McDonald does have those really great stories regarding her crazy sister. And she tells a lot of good, she has on her Patreon tells stories about her 
crazy brother who's in prison. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so those are good stories. Mm-hmm. And everybody's got them in their family. Yes. So I do. love a good story. I lo- that's probably why I love a good murder mystery. I've never read like a murder mystery book per se. It right. has to be true. Right. Has to Agreed. be true. Has to be true crime. Yeah. So like true crime. And so now like this one I'm listening to personal best is sort of like an advice show, but it's comically done. Mm-hmm. And these guys, you know, this girl can't get up with her alarm. So they come up with these different ways or this one guy like has always wanted to do a backflip. But he's, a, but he's afraid because he hurt mm-hmm. his Achilles heel when he was little. You know, these things, It's they're funny, and they come mm-hmm. up with the funniest. was one lady who has always wanted to birth a cow. So they help her achieve her dream by, like, dressing up her niece in a cow costume and putting her in a tub. And I mean, it's funny. It's funny. Hmm. Again. I like it. CBC. Yeah, of course. What are those Canadians doing up there? God, I love them. <laughs> I love those it's Canadians. It's cold up there. they got to come up with ways. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. So yeah, I'm I'm the same, and I'm trying to branch out Mm -hmm. on my podcast listening because I'm doing this, and you know, for me to listen to personal best is very different for me, and I've discovered that I really like it. So I think I I think I will look into my dad wrote a porno. Okay. If I get nervous, I'm definitely not listening to Savage Love. I'm just no, you, sweating that, just thinking yeah, about you, it. Yeah, you would probably have a stroke if you. But I do to enjoy Savage this Love. like Dear Sugars idea. Of, yes, like, of Dear Abby type of advice. Uh-huh. I always love that too. Yeah, I, I think that's actually a that's actually a great one for for everybody. I think everybody probably would find something they enjoy about that. All right, well, I'm going to put these all on my list. Good. Okay, so. I would say at the end of this podcast, ask what you're listening to, but see, we just did that for 40 minutes. So what we're going to do is in the show notes and on all the social media and stuff, we'll have a comprehensive list of all these things we've talked about. So if you, you as a listener want to know more about these, we'll have a huge list going. And I would encourage people that listen to this podcast to contact me through Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or, you know, whatever is your jam. Um, And you can probably email through the website and all that jazz just to let me know, like, hey, there's this great one, like the teacher's pet, which I like. I'm stunned that everybody hasn't listened to. Um, I had somebody Facebook message me the other day. Do you know about Dan Taberski and the Y2K and the Richard Simmons one? I'm like, of course I do. I listen to both. They're great. Trying to get him on the podcast, but he's sort of a big deal, Dan Taberski. And the, again, amazing storytelling and funny. Oh, that that Richard Simmons one. Amazing. Just, well, also ki- kind of true crime-ish. Yeah. Right? Like Where missing person yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So so somebody wrote me the other day, like, have you thought about that? And I said, I have, and thanks. And I'm, you know, just to jog my memory, I'm going to reach out to him again. I'll just, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll just wear you down until you come on. Basically, that's how that I'm operating. So I would like to thank my listeners that started with me when I started this podcast in October. Here we are to January, still going strong and looking forward to more podcasts in 2019. Absolutely. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye.